Join us for the Bridal Bliss Classic on Sunday, August 27th from 12 noon to 4 p.m. at Embassy Suites on Newtown Pike. More than 75 of Central Kentucky's top wedding professionals will be on hand, including Gino's Formal Affair, Golf Tents and Events, Renee's Bridal, and Arthur Murray Dance Studios. Pre-register at bridalblissclassic.com. You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Today, I am in Wilmore, Kentucky, chatting with Grace Tilson, who is the Weddings and Events Manager at Asbury Theological Seminary, also known as Weddings at Asbury. Grace, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about Asbury Weddings as a whole for listeners that may not be familiar. Absolutely. So we are part of Asbury Seminary. We're next door to Asbury University, which many people do know, um, here in beautiful Wilmore, Kentucky. Wilmore is just a 15, 20-minute drive from Lexington. You're going past horse farms and beautiful sunsets. We have a gorgeous campus that looks good every season of the year. A couple of really beautiful large chapels, a dining hall on site, and a hotel on site. It's hard to believe that Wilmore is honestly even here. I lived in Lexington quite some time before I even heard of Wilmore. And honestly, once I heard of it, I actually got it and Midway mixed up a little bit sometimes. But I know the difference now. People do that all the time. (laughs) They do. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the two syllable thing. But yeah, small town. Wilmore uh, historically has been kind of a junction for trade and for travel, how this used to be the only way to get across the Kentucky River. So uh, Wilmore used to be like a thriving kind of depot, um, had a train stop. And that's a little bit of history there about, you know, how it kind of got started. And then the university was founded. And then the seminary was founded. We're actually celebrating 100 years this year. That's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty amazing how much history we have here. It's what a lot of our brides like. I actually have brides that their mothers and grandmothers got married with us. That is precious. It's really sweet to see the intergenerational, just like the love and the history and the memories. Um, It's really special. Uh, Even if my brides, my couples didn't come to school here if their parents did and their parents get to come back and they get to see how campus has changed and see their names on the wall where all of our graduates are listed. Yeah, it's just really special, the history that's here. And then if you are listening and you were like me and didn't know the difference between Wilmore and Midway, you take Harrodsburg Road down and then it basically you take a hard left and you're like a couple miles from Wilmore. So it's super easy to get here. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about today is your background. You have an extensive background, not only here, but in wedding planning and wedding coordinating before you joined the staff here. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, before I joined here in uh, March of 2020. <laughs> that was a convenient time to get uh, <laughs> So start working. I, I literally accepted the job and two days later, everything shut down with COVID. But fortunately, my office is at our hotel. And so I was deemed an essential worker. So I was able to start working here. And it was actually fantastic to start during COVID just because I didn't get thrown into the deep end with every week weddings, able to really 
kind of look through all of our stuff and just make the position my own, which was really great. But before that, I was self-employed for five years and I was doing marketing and corporate events and I was doing wedding coordination and a little bit of light wedding planning. Sarah here was actually one of my first wedding friends, maybe my first wedding friend here in Lexington. You really helped me get get my start, which I really appreciate. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I really do appreciate that. So it's it's definitely different being on the venue management side rather than coming in as an outside coordinator. But it's been really fun to get to work with all sorts of different vendors and to bring in the experience of being on that side of things and um, being having been a bride myself a couple of years ago and now getting to use all of that knowledge and information to help our current brides. Awesome. And although Asbury is not technically a preferred vendor of Simply Love, I have a great relationship with Grace and they offer stuff here that is so unique to our area that I thought it was important to have them on. Um, They do have two chapels available for couples to get married in. And what you will find whenever you start looking for a place to get married is unfortunately, a lot of our churches and chapels do not offer weddings anymore. Um, It was already very low percentage um, pre-COVID, and now it's it's almost none, unfortunately, and they're very expensive. And so that's where you really come into play is being able to have two beautiful chapels for couples to get married in. Yeah, we actually have just been looking at kind of our offerings lately and seeing, you know, if we want to offer some different packages. So I'm hoping by the time this podcast come out, we have that available, but we're a really beautiful halfway point between the churches that aren't terribly expensive, but have a lot of restrictions. And then the churches that are have the great history and therefore, you know, charge the, all all that comes with um, all the beautiful history and the gorgeous spaces. So yeah, we're that happy medium between we have very few restrictions on, you know, we don't have any restrictions on officiants, music, all of that kind of stuff that you find with a lot of churches. Um, but we're still at an affordable price point for brides that are looking for that traditional, um, specifically Christian kind of ceremony reception space, wanting to put more money towards the honeymoon, as, as we like to say, a little more budget conscious, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you also have a space here to have a reception as well, if they're interested in that. Yes, we have a beautiful beautiful dining hall. We uh, just did a bunch of renovations in there last summer and we're continuing to do that uh, this year. Very excited. Just got a new dance floor in this week and we're looking at getting new furniture in the next year. Oh, that's exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah, we've done some really amazing things. We've got an expansive menu with our in-house caterer. So we do have an exclusive caterer and they are fantastic to work with. And if people want to go look at our Google reviews, our Facebook reviews, the food is the thing that we probably get the most compliments on. I dare people to find a better bang for your buck as far as the catering goes. I would agree with that. I came to a wedding here November 2020. Yes. Yes. You came in November 2020. Okay. Yes. November 8th, actually. Yep. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Um, It's usually that first or second weekend in November is one of the prettiest weekends for photos. Because the ginkgo trees, we have two large ginkgo trees out front of the administration building and they turn brilliant yellow and they are just stunning. And I still use those pictures to this day and I will find those and share a couple of those. But they did a brunch style wedding and it was one of the first ones that um, I had been to that was a brunch style and it was absolutely fantastic like we had french toast we had all the things and we still talk about that meal Um, and several of the folks at my table actually went back for seconds because it was so good so I can absolutely say that the food here is delicious So being a seminary, one of the, I don't know if you want to call it a pro or con, depends on who the couple is. We'll call it a policy. We'll call it a policy. That is excellent. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Is you cannot have alcohol here for your reception. Or your ceremony or pre or post. Yeah. We are an alcohol-free campus. And it's not even that 
at the seminary itself is opposed to alcohol. Um, it's more of that, you know, we just want to honor that there might be people that are struggling with it. It's just easier and it's less liability, which is really nice. <laughs> and so from your experience, having done weddings prior to being here, what is the difference that you see in weddings that don't have receptions that don't have alcohol now versus some that you worked um, that did have alcohol? Absolutely. So I'll start with having alcohol. Those receptions tend to be a little bit more loose, a little more fun. Um, they do tend to last longer. You know, people do seem to have a really good time. You know, that's what alcohol does. But they're usually you have to have extra insurance to serve alcohol. You have to have licensed bartenders. So, and then alcohol itself is expensive. So there's definitely that. The last wedding I worked that had alcohol, I had to take someone's keys away. So that was less fun. There's a lot of couples that um, I've worked with. And, you know, I always like to have the conversation of like, who's going to be my problem person? Like, do you have an Uncle Jim that like, he's going to bring a flask and I'm going to have to take a, you know, keep my eye on him? Like, you know, is there something like that? And of course, I haven't had the experience of people getting to like drunken fights or something like that. But, you know, it does happen. So that would be kind of the, the negative of that and the cost here. Our receptions do tend to be a little bit shorter. People tend to have earlier dinners. But our couples, they appreciate that they can put what they would have spent on the alcohol towards the honeymoon, towards flowers, you know, something else that's important to them. And that they don't have to worry, you know, if they do have alcoholics in the family or just people that are sensitive about it. Like, they just don't have to worry about that. And they can just say, oh, the venue doesn't allow it. And they don't have to give their own reasons for not serving alcohol at their wedding. It's definitely a personal preference, but that's what we do. The venue doesn't allow it is literally the best possible excuse. And to like when we were in strictly in the pandemic, it was always well, our venue can only accommodate X amount of people. So yes. <laughs> I'm really good at finding excuses and ways to be able to tell your guest certain hundred <laughs> percent. And two, as far as alcohol, um, I was actually working. I have a new blog up now at simplylovestudio.com. And it is the pricing for alcohol for 100 guests by three different caterers or, or bartenders. And I think the least expensive option was about $2,500 for 100 guests. Oh so if you're wondering gosh. how much it will save you, it's going to be bare minimum 2500 for 100 guests if you're not having alcohol. Just so you know, you can feed all of those people here for that same amount of money with a lovely buffet with two entrees, a starch, two vegetables, rolls, and all the beverages included with all of your dishes, plates, cups, and linens and furniture awesome. for that same price. Okay. <laughs> and then talking about like food pricing, do you have like a food minimum? 25 people is the minimum for oh, okay. buffet or plated. Okay. And then no, we don't have any like minimum prices on top of that. And we, what we've done is we've actually rolled in all of like the service fees. So like we have this dish is this price per person and then everything's subject to tax and that's it. We've rolled everything in so that it's just easy math. Is there a room rental fee? There is a room rental fee. Again, we're looking at changing up how we price okay. things and package things. So as of right now, we're looking at that being about $600 for the dining hall, but that includes all of the furniture. I'm sorry, can you say that price again? $600. I know. We are a steal. <laughs> that includes all the furniture and the custodial. That includes the wait staff, the dishwashers, the maitre d. And we include a day of coordinator in that price. I, Sarah, I know you're looking at me like, are you serious? Why are you charging so little? But that's because we can. And we love to be able to do that for our brides, that they can have a beautiful, delicious reception and not break the bank. That is incredible. I mean, I knew it was affordable. I just didn't realize. Know how affordable. <laughs> how affordable. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. 
so the reason that we originally talked in our topic, main topic for today's podcast is the difference in having your own planner slash coordinator, we will use those words interchangeably, versus having a venue coordinator. Absolutely. Yeah. There's tons of different kind of titles out there. We're actually looking at maybe adding an assistant coordinator as an add-on option or like once you, if you take one of our larger packages, that'll just be included. That way you have a second set of hands because we do include a day of coordinator with all of our wedding ceremonies and receptions. And we do that for a couple of things. One, that just makes for a smoother wedding day and we want our couples to have just a really good experience. Two, that means that because we have a representative at the wedding, you don't have to get invent insurance. You're covered under our insurance. And that's one of those questions that people don't think to ask when they're looking at venues is, do I have to have event insurance? With us, the answer is no, you don't because one of our coordinators is there with you. Um, and that can, I mean, I've looked at pricing for that before and that can save you, I mean, thousand dollars, couple thousand dollars, depending on what you're doing and where you're doing it. When you book with us, you get me as the venue manager. I kind of help walk our couples through the planning process. I share with you my planning spreadsheet. The very first thing about this planning spreadsheet is to contact Sarah and get her booked as your wedding planner because she's awesome and fabulous and we love her. And then after I've kind of walked our couples through the planning process, then I hand them over to one of our uh, day of coordinators. And so our coordinators they're not the same as like a venue coordinator. So a lot of venues, when they have a coordinator, quote, unquote, literally that person is sitting at a desk. They have keys and they handle emergencies if there's an emergency, but they're not involved in the wedding. Our day of coordinators come in about a month out and they actually meet with our couples in their chapel. They go through, you know, like the ceremony details, kind of the timeline for the day, what furniture they want in their chapel, if they want to borrow any of our candelabras, if they want to borrow our communion plates and chalices. I'm sorry, you said borrow? For free? Yes, for free. We have furniture and decorations and lots of things that are all just included in the cost. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. You did. You did. Borrow at no cost. (laughs) Yes, we try to make this super easy. You pay one price up front and we don't nickel and dime you, which... It's just how I like to do business. Um, and I think most people are looking for that these days. There's so many details that go into wedding planning, like keeping up with $10 here, $50 there is just too much. Agree 100%. Nobody likes that. And that's actually one of the things I mentioned earlier that we're working on some new packages. And so we're working on some like inclusive packaging, um, working with our preferred florist down here in Wilmore, Rachel's Rose Garden. Sarah is the proprietor of that and working on a floral package with her so that that's just part of your venue fees with us is that you wouldn't get some flowers included. And yeah, I mean, we've got some stuff in the works there. I'm very excited about That's this. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But back to coordinators and what they do. Um, yes. So our day of coordinators um, will be at the wedding and our sound tech is also included that for the ceremony. So they'll be at the wedding and at the rehearsal. So your rehearsal space included with the price of a chapel, your co- day of coordinator with us will run the rehearsal. Then they'll run the wedding day. They'll be here from the time you arrive to the time you leave on the wedding day. So when you get here, you, um, you start usually in one of the dressing rooms. We have two that come included in the price. Yes included again and she's there just to kind of make sure like things are moving along just being like hey like we've got pictures in 30 minutes like talking to the hair makeup people like you know can we can we move this up can we do this whatever you know just we have you know sewing kits and band-aids and just whatever you know how it goes i think i've sewn three brides into their dresses this year (laughs) so far (laughs) and i i did that as well as whenever i did day of and i've sewn um, moms in i have also had to cut dresses Um, oh my that would terrify me i I haven't done a bride's dress i had to do a mother of the bride's dress because we had to sew her in because our zipper broke that morning oh no so literally that night our option i literally took the scissors and went straight down where the zipper line was to cut her out oh goodness 
Oh my gosh. So yeah, so they're there to handle all of that, help direct guests, all of those kind of things just to make people feel comfortable and make sure that the day is running smoothly. And then, yeah, they go over to the reception, just kind of coordinate with, you know, your MC, DJ, whoever you've got running the mic over there and just making sure that everything just runs smoothly on your wedding day. And so what you're telling me is actually not what I thought you would tell me. Oh. (laughs) Um, Which is good. I'm glad that that's the way it is because a lot of times... I guess you have more of a venue coordinator than like a venue representative, whereas a representative yes. would be the one that would be like sitting in the office and they're in charge of the venue as far as lights and any AV or if the electricity goes off. They're there, but they're not involved. They're there, but they're not involved. Yeah. Whereas what you offer here is someone who is very involved and the couple wouldn't actually need to have a day of coordinator on their own if they're here. Absolutely. Now, okay. we we love if couples want to bring in their own person. We are happy to work alongside that person. That's fantastic. But yes, that day of coordinator is included. And that's just another thing that our couples don't have to go find someone. And it's great that, you know, our coordinators are, of course, familiar with our space, familiar with our policies. So that just makes it really easy that it's someone that's like on the same page with me and you know we're saying the same thing to the couple and so everyone's just like on the same page and that means the couple doesn't have to play middleman (laughs) between their venue and their coordinator that is one of the things that whenever a couple is looking at a venue i always recommend that they ask is what exactly does the venue person do the day of the wedding are they involved do they send the couple down the aisle or are they there just to make sure that you know the building's not on fire, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it is really important to know who's in charge that day. Absolutely. So. The, the, thing, the one thing that couples sometimes expect from our coordinators that they do not do is they don't work with the couple's vendors. I mean, okay. they, they do work with the couple's vendors, but they don't contact them. They're not taking payments okay. in between like a... Um, you know, an like outside port, service. Like okay. a full service. Yeah, they're not full service, but they are included in the cost. Okay. Does your coordinator do like a month of timeline, like a day of timeline? They do a day of timeline. Okay. Yes. So after that one month meeting, they will come up with the day of timeline. And that'll include, again, from the time the couple arrives until the time the couple leaves. And that has everything from the cake cutting to, you know, when they go down the aisle, just all those little details, when photos are starting, who's involved in those photos, you know, and, and each one kind of varies. I do try to match my coordinators with my couples based on personality. And so, yeah, that's part of, actually one of the fun things about my job is being like, oh, this couple would really love this one. And this couple would really love this one. And just seeing how they just connected that first meeting and just see the smiles light up. I'm like, oh, this person gets me and gets what my vision is. And that's just really fun. And that's the same way, like whenever um, a bride will show me like her Pinterest board of her bouquets that she yes. loves, I'm like, oh, that bride is perfect for XYZ florist. Yes. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm like, they're going to be perfect. Yes, you're such so. a good connector. Yes. Um, <laughs> So you actually offer a lot here. I knew that you offered a good amount, but you really do offer a lot. We really do. Yeah. And one of the things we haven't talked about is your inn that you have here. Yes, we have a hotel right here on campus that is owned by the seminary. That's actually where my office is. So any couples that come to visit, come here to the hotel. Yeah, it's beautiful. We have 48 rooms. We've got 22 standard rooms, which are double queens. And then we have a separate building called William House where we have 24 suites. So we've got some efficiency suites, some executive suites. All of those have pull-out couches and a separate bedroom. And then we have a VIP suite with a beautiful for a poster bed and a jacuzzi whirlpool tub. So a lot of times our, our couples will rent that. And so sometimes the bride will stay there the night before, maybe with like the maid of honor. And then she and the groom will stay there the night of. 
And that's just like a, a fun way to not have to go anywhere. It's really convenient. Um, a lot of our couples, they'll come, they'll come on Friday. They can decorate the dining hall Friday afternoon for the reception. And then they'll go over to the chapel. They'll do the rehearsal with our day of coordinator. And then they actually will get a reservation at the hotel of our great room, which is like the breakfast area, the eating area. And they'll have the rehearsal dinner there. And they can have outside catering in that space. And that's a free reservation with their hotel block, which also has no financial obligations on their part. So do your couples pay anything to get married here at all? I'm really confused. A couple thousand dollars <laughs> and plus whatever they want to spend on catering. Yep. Um, our our average wedding for like 120 guests is about $6,300, $6,400 as of right now. We, again, we are looking at some different pricing options and doing and maybe expanding our offerings a little bit. So yeah, just looking at offering things differently. But uh, yeah, as of right now, yeah, most people, most people are spending less than $6,500 for the chapel, the dining hall, all the catering, the day of coordinator, the ceremony sound tech, all of the linens, the furniture, the custodial services, and all the decor that we offer. We have a, a lot of glassware that's available for uh, decorating the reception hall at no cost as well. Okay. And then if a couple is interested in just having their ceremony here, mm -hmm. um, but they want to have reception elsewhere, tell me about the two chapels that you have. Absolutely. I'll start with McKenna. I call her the redheaded stepchild. She is a maroon color, first okay. of all. And uh, less than 15% of our couples get married in McKenna. Uh, because most people that come here, they want that like really traditional chapel feel. And McKenna is contemporary. She's modern. She's got these big, beautiful windows in the lobby. She doesn't have a center aisle, which is why most of my couples... There it is. Yeah, that's that's what that is. But she does boast the fifth largest pipe organ in the state of Kentucky. So if you like pipe organ, sh she's lovely. Do you have organist recommendations? Yes. I was trying to think of like, does a, a frog have okay. waterproof ears? Uh, yes. Does a bride want a cake? I don't know. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I absolutely do. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've got three okay. that are kind of like our preferred. And then I could find others if we really needed to. There's a lot of talented people on campus yeah, that can play the organ. Um, but yeah, that space is really beautiful. And I really love that space. A lot of my older couples get married there because it has padded auditorium seating. And so especially or my couples that have like a traditional Anglican service that's going to be like an hour and a half long. I usually recommend they go there for the comfortable seats. And then it's got the big, beautiful lobby. Um, actually, one of my dearest friends just got married there in May and she had an ice cream reception in the lobby so just rented some cocktail tables and just like everyone was able to be in the lobby together and she ended up saving a lot of money that way and it was just like really lovely just you just literally walked out of the chapel and boom you're in the reception so that was really fun um, but most most of our couples like to get married in Estes Estes was opened in 1954 or 56 we'll just say in 19 in the mid 1950s and um, as I mentioned I've I have brides whose grandmothers and grand you know, grandparents got married in Estes. It is the kind of spiritual heart of worship here at the seminary. That's where we have chapel services three times a week. We have community events that happen in there. But it, it, we recently, five, six, seven years ago, we did like a $5.2 million renovation in there. So it's got state-of-the-art sound, beautiful acoustics. If you want to have live music, Estes is stunning just for that. And the lighting in there, I have actually the wedding you came to, the groom for that wedding is a wedding photographer. And he shot a wedding in there previously. And that's how he decided where he wanted to get married was he loved the natural lighting in there so much that he was like, oh, yeah, this is it. Um, but it's got this beautiful deep carpet, um, beautiful stained glass. Just it's just that lovely traditional space that that people really like. 
We do also have a couple of smaller chapels uh, that we do for like elopements or vow renewals. I did not know that. Yes. So we've got one just down the hall from where we are um, that seats about 40 max. And it's like a very liturgical space. It's an octagon. So that's kind of fun. But yeah, that's that's uh, we have maybe a couple in there in the year. And we have a teeny tiny little chapel called Luce right next to Estes. And it's also gorgeous. Um, a lot of our couples will do their first looks in there. But yeah, I had a wedding this summer that it was like their immediate families. It was like 12 or 14 people all just kind of scrammed in these little these little places. But yeah, so those are a couple of options as well. If someone's just looking, hey, it's just gonna be the two of us, a photographer and a minister. We've also got that covered. And then tell me a little bit about parking options here. It's abundant. And totally free. Okay. Yeah. So there's lots of parking lots around campus. We do have signs that our couples can borrow that have arrows, directional arrows that say Estes Chapel, guest dining, guest parking. So they can put those out on the wedding day to help direct people where they need to go. Awesome. What is one piece of advice you would give to a couple that is engaged other than obviously meeting with me? Well, that was duh. I always recommend having a day of coordinator wherever you go, whatever you do. You cannot do it all. I don't care how big the wedding is. Just having someone to handle those details, to be thinking about things and just putting out fires as they come up. That's super important. The other big piece of advice I would give, and I think you talked about this too, is like pick three things. Pick the three things that are important to you and that's where you put the money. Unless you're rolling in it, like you're just not going to have everything. Weddings have just gotten really expensive and at the end of the day like you're married and like that's what's important and I guess that would be like really my last piece of advice is don't play the comparison game like at the end of the day if you are married you're happy with what happened that's truly truly was important my husband and I got married during COVID and all the stuff that comes with that canceled reception my parents couldn't be there like there was just a lot that went on and it was lovely we had a great time you know and and again at the end of the day like we were married and so that was that was what was important to us. And so I'm I'm glad I wouldn't change anything. So one final question. So between here and other weddings that you have done on your own, mm-hmm. what is the biggest fire you've put out on a wedding day? Oh, uh, <laughs> how do I narrow that down? <laughs> Gosh, I've had a hotel lose the maid of honor's luggage before. I've had a ring bear that I had to threaten within an inch of his life to go down the aisle. I had a bride who I barely got into her dress and then her groom, I had to like, his pants were over his toes. He did not try them on and did not get them hemmed. (laughs) So that was like a fun, it was like 20 minutes before the ceremony. I'm like stuffing his pant legs up his pants. Which, thank goodness, he was wearing cowboy boots because it, like, held oh, it for worked. him. Yeah, yes, I didn't have to sew them. But it was just like, ah. <laughs> Luckily, it's not been I, – I mentioned already the the guests I had to take away their keys. We did almost have a fire with sparklers. But luckily, just snapped them up, and it was, it was fine. There's so many, like, almost that, yeah. <laughs> you know, didn't happen. And I feel like it's just a part of our work day, per se – and we just, we don't think twice about it anymore because people will ask me that question. Right. There are a few things that I kind of remember, but for me, I'm like, oh, on on to the next wedding. Like it was just, we fixed it and, and we go on. Yeah, it's exactly. You know, uh, I will say I, I did work at one wedding, um, my college roommate, and she and her husband got married on St. Patrick's Day. And the um, the country club where they were having the reception called me that morning and said, hey, uh, we're not going to be able to do the green beer. And I was like, we talked about this four months ago. The green beer needs to happen. I don't know what you need to do, but you need yeah. to make the green beer happen. 
happen. And it happened. So it, again, it wasn't like a, a huge deal. I actually, I really loved that country club. The, uh, uh, you want you want to learn about hospitality? Go go to this place because uh, his name is Brent, and I wish I could just put Brent in my pocket and take him with me everywhere because he would come in and see that I was like putting together the favorite bags. He's like, "You need help," and then suddenly like five women come into the room and help me, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I got to make sure the uh, the videographer and the photographer are vegan. Like, we, I need to make sure that we, they have din- vegan dinners." He's like, "No problem." They showed up. He's like, "You need dinner too." I was like, "Oh yeah, I also need to eat." He's like, "Right away," and then he made sure like two both of the cake. Like they had a, a groom's cake and a bride's cake. Made sure a slice from each made it to my table. And oh, that's sweet. Yeah, he was fantastic. That was that was the biggest wedding I've ever worked. That okay. one was that one was crazy. Was that in Arkansas? It was in Arkansas. Okay. Yes, yeah, in Little Rock. Um, yeah, that one was super fun. That was a seventeen and a half hour day. Yeah. yeah. Those are the things that I don't think couples realize a lot is how long planners actually work the day of and coordinators, like especially your coordinators here, if they're getting here before the couple and they're not leaving until after the couple. It's a long day. Uh, it's a long day. Yeah. It's a very long day. But luckily, we've got a great team. Everyone works really well together. I feel very fortunate as the venue manager that I don't get a lot of phone calls on the weekend. You know, I'm, of course, I'm available. I've got my phone on me. But for the most part, my coordinators, are, they got it. They've got it handled. I think the last time I got called in was because someone spilled candle wax all over the carpet. And so she and I were just there with little scrapey scrapes. Huh? <laughs> just spent 45 minutes scraping wax out of the carpet. So if you put um, a paper towel and an iron over That's it. what we did. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I had to bring yeah. my iron from home. <laughs> yeah. All those things. Those are things that the mother of the bride was not in charge of that night because you had it taken care of. Because we had it taken care of. Yep. Well, Grace, thank you so much for chatting with me today. And I think you're a big advocate, too, of having a day of planner, whether it's with the venue that is going to be there in a charge or having your own. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Sarah. So appreciate you. Absolutely. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.